We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for March 15th, 2015. Continuing with this line of uh, thought, let's, let's talk about the bloody truth about abortion and Wicca witchcraft. Let's, let's talk about how that relates to this subject. Okay. If there is no relationship between abortion and witchcraft, then why is there such a disproportionate network of abortion providers associated with the Wiccan religion? Why is there? Wicca meaning white witchcraft. It's the good witchcraft. You've got the wicked witch of the West and the good witch of wherever. You know what? It's all witchcraft. It's all evil. It'll all take you to the same devil's hell. Okay? There's no such thing as good witchcraft. All witchcraft is forbidden in the Bible. If the Bible said in the Old Testament, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Okay? So, it was a death sentence in the Bible if you were caught. So, this is something God still takes very, very seriously. Um, witchcraft is an ancient religion requiring child sacrifice at the higher levels and has resurfaced in our day. A revival of neo-paganism has brought with it a revival of human sacrifice in the form of abortion. A brief study of cities where abortion on demand is prevalent reads like a metaphysical roadmap. In each inquiry, we did not have to dig for facts. Information on the relationship between witchcraft, and the abortion industry was offered with little resistance. Um, the lady named Patricia Baird Windle, founder and owner of Aware Women's Center for Choice, choice to slaughter and butcher your baby, says, quote, you practice your religion and let me practice mine. My religion is holy ritual child sacrifice, end of quote. Here's an abortion owner. In fact, the good doctor probably works for one of these women. The, the good doctor probably participates in these ceremonies, potentially. Well, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. There's one. There's just one quote for you. On August 4th, 1992, two employees of Aware Woman Abortion Clinic, Victoria Jordan and Rebecca Morris, registered a nonprofit religious corporation. Now, these are two women that work at Patricia Baird Wendell's Aware Women Abortion Clinic, okay? The two women, Veronica Jordan and Rebecca Morris, registered a nonprofit corporation known as the Wiccan Religious Cooperative of Florida, or the WRCF. The corporation um, the, the stated purpose of WRCF is to provide an umbrella organization for witch covens throughout the state of Florida. The incorporation papers list two abortion clinic employees as directors of the Wiccan organization. Shortly after the Wiccan Religious Cooperative of Florida was founded, Carol Ebbing, another aware woman abortion clinic employee, ordered a book entitled The Sacrament of Abortion. The book was authored by Gannette Paris, a witch in France who presents abortion as a sacred act. Paris, Gannette Paris, calls abortion, quote, a sacrifice to Artemis, who refuses to give life 
if the if the gift is not pure do you realize what she's trying to do here she's trying to basically say everyone who aborts their baby their babies weren't pure enough so Artemis deems it that they must be destroyed in the womb. How stinking conveniently, satanically convenient that is. It wasn't meant to be. Artemis says it wasn't so. Or Lilith, or Moloch, or Chemosh, or whatever devil deity you're sacrificing your baby to, just like they were doing in the Old Testament. Sacrificing their children to Moloch in the fire. Literally, they would put their baby in the fire. See, back then it was more out in the open. Now they just do it in the darkness of the womb. It's so much more palatable. Back then, they, they openly did it to Moloch and Shemesh. And a lot of these abortion clinic employees are doing are are, are literally doing this to these deities. They probably have these witches praying in the rooms next to you. You know, human baby sacrifice. But today it's done more for the God of convenience. And the God of, I don't want to be hassled with a kid. The God of self-centeredness. Back then it was a little more out in the open. You know. Just, that's kind of the difference. The January 1993 issue of the Wiccan Open Circle Newsletter described the founding of the Wiccan Religious Cooperative of Florida. Quote, a year ago, the dream of an umbrella group under which many covens would function and that committed to peace and harmony. It's sure there's no peace and harmony to the poor little baby, but hey, for the good of all, except the slaughtered unborn baby, was just that, a dream. But now it is a reality in, very, in a very, very big part of the lives of many people. What wonderful witches they are. This issue of Open Circle, published at the, at the time the pro-life organization Operation Rescue National held an event in Melbourne, Florida, alerted Central Florida area Wiccans and Pagans that, quote, steps are being taken to protect not only the aware women, meaning the ones working at the aware abortuary, women's abortuary, but a woman's right to choose as well, right to choose death of their infant. Work is being done mundanely, financially, and magically to help get through the next few months and beyond. Why? Because Operation, these terrible born-again Christians of Operation Rescue Nat National were coming against and they were holding a, a national event, a pro-life event, and so the witches and the warlocks and all the evil devils that worked at the abortion clinics and all the Wiccans in the state of Florida were coming against them, both mundanely, financially, and magically. See, this is a spiritual battle we're in. And they take their religion typically a lot more serious than most Christians take theirs. And I say that to my own shame as well, okay? Because I don't think I do enough either. So. You know, I'm not sitting there pointing the finger at everybody saying, I'm such a great... No, I'm not. I'm not. So, but this is... They take it very seriously. So they were using witchcraft in order to counteract the good the pro-life Operation Rescue was doing in order to save babies. 
Readers of the Open Circle were encouraged to become clinic escorts and were told how they could help fund the South Brevard National Organization of Women's Program to help low-income women to have abortions. I told you, they're really, they want the minority races. They're undesirable in their eyes. That's who they target. Wiccans were also encouraged to work their magic on the area surrounding the Aware Women Abortion Clinic. I think that's why it's so important for Christians to go to these places and literally pray. And I don't mean Catholics. I mean real born-again Christians. Because they were literally using witchcraft in order to protect these areas, in order to blind the women coming into them, in order to get more business, in order to whatever. And understand, if they're, if they're sacrificing babies inside, their powers are growing stronger with every baby sacrifice. That's how they get more power. It's through human sacrifice. And the most highly desirable human sacrifices are infant babies because they're the most innocent. So they're gaining power with each abortion. Not only are they gaining that blood money, but they're gaining power. It's such a win-win for a devil witch who owns one of these places. You know? I mean, great, it's not going to help them in hell. They're going to just pay an unspeakable price. But in this life, they feel like, wow, I'm coming out smelling like a rose. I can, I can slaughter babies and do it legally <laughs> and say that I'm, I'm such, so compassionate because I'm providing reproductive services to low-income women. What an abomination. Many individuals and groups have been helping to magically protect the building and property. This has been done by magical and psychic shielding being put on and around the property. You go there, put on the full armor of God, pray, don't go there lightly, don't go there and thinking that you're, you're not engaged in some big spiritual battle because, you know, there can be repercussions if you do that. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if these people, like that are supposedly these Baptists, whether it's the doctor or the preacher's wife, if they weren't closet Satanists or if they weren't closet witches. Literally, plants put in that position just to discredit Christianity and, and to get people um, thinking that this is okay. Hey, come over to this side. Hey, I'm a, I'm a pastor's wife. I, I'm, I'm a, I was a former Baptist preacher in my teenage years. I'm a deeply uh, religious Christian man that goes by the Bible and I abort babies. That's what I do. I'm a Christian. God is not the author of confusion, but Satan is. So think of how many people they might have converted. They're, they're satanic converts. I don't put the, anything past anyone anymore as far as what they might be involved with. Then there's a DVD called Massacre of Innocence exposing the occult roots of abortion. This presentation looks at the spiritual roots of abortion and exposes the myths surrounding child killing. Little known historical facts about abortion and how they relate to modern feminism are presented logically and accurately and has been effective in converting many to a pro-life position. Massacre of Innocence goes where no pro-life presentation has gone before in tearing the lid off abortion to reveal the spiritual realities we must battle if we will bring an end to this crime. I mean, it's absolute murder. You can't go out and kill somebody 
you know, in society. You can't go out and pull a gun on somebody and blow their head out. You're, you're, you might get the death penalty, but you can kill your baby all day long. Or hey, just take that R85 or whatever that, that morning after pill. Just kill your baby that way. Or take birth control, which is abortifactive as one of its ways it works. Oh yeah, it is. The pill, the patch, it's abortifactive. It does not allow a fertilized egg, a concepted, an egg that has been fertilized, a conceived tiny little baby. It does not allow implementation, implantation into the uterus because it creates an environment in the uterine wall that is not favorable to implantation. And that's one of the main ways the pill works. So if you've been on the pill for years, you might have aborted who knows how many babies and not even known it. And I love you enough to tell you the truth. And you, and you might be wondering, why have I had such a terrible life? I'm a born-again Christian. I'm saved. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe you've done everything right but that. I don't know. I'm not judging you. But I love you enough to tell you the truth. If I see you in a burning building and I just walk by and I say, hey, you know, hey, <laughs> let it burn. What? Am I showing you that I'm your neighbor or that I care about you? No, I'd say that's the opposite. Well, I love you enough to tell you the truth. IUDs, they don't allow implementation in, of, a, of a fertilized egg into the uterus. They irritate the lining of the uterus. Don't lie. That's an abortion factory. An IUD, I'm not even saying they use those a lot anymore. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I know they used them more prevalently in the past. But so many methods of birth control are abortifactive. Are those babies any less important in God's eyes than a baby that that you would get aborted in, in an abortion clinic? I don't think so. We're a child sacrificing death cult in America. And we don't even know it half the time. People think that they're on these forms of birth control and they don't even know it. My children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The Bible says that in Hosea 4, 6. And because thou hast rejected knowledge, thou shalt be a priest to me no more. And then it goes on to say, I will also reject thy children. So when you reject knowledge, when you reject truth that's put in front of you, and you show God I have no true love for the truth, don't think it won't affect your children too. That's why the Bible says that we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. So the whole cause for this ministry not to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of you. You think that if you're taking the pill or some of these other abortifactive methods and you're doing this, that Satan's not getting the advantage of you and that you're not bringing a curse on yourself? I'm not judging. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm stating physiological facts. Key in abortion in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, I've got into the subject many times. I've also got into the whole subject of biblical sexual sins that are prohibited, that are considered sodomy. That you, that you, might, that you might be doing in a marriage and, it, and it's not right. You're bringing a curse on yourself. You're in really big hot water with God and you don't even know you're in hot water. Well, the marriage bed's undefiled. Well, you better you better check what God has sanctioned on that one because that's another one with very serious consequences. The marriage bed isn't just some, some you know, area where you can just do whatever you want. Engage in any manner of perversion and everything's cool with God. It's not like that. 
God is holy. Jesus Christ said, be ye holy for I am holy. Okay. So key and sexual in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and it's biblical sins that are sexually prohibited, something like that. I did that study a long time ago. It's super important stuff. Again, destroyed for lack of knowledge type of, type of stuff. Anyway, um, this presentation on um, Massacre of Innocence, Exposing the Occult Roots of Abortion, the presentation is absorbing, fast-paced, informative, and incredibly devastating to any attempt ju to justify abortion. I got the VHS tape a long time ago. That's how long ago I got it. I couldn't get through it. I started watching. I started bawling so bad. Like, I don't even know, like 10 minutes into it or something. I had to turn off. I was devastated for days. I wasn't right for days. I was seeing patients all the time back then in, in the practice I was at. It, it wasn't really conducive for me to seeing patients. I had already got the memo. I already knew this was wrong. I, I didn't need any more convincing. This was, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle this, this DVD. I'm just telling you, I couldn't personally handle it. Um, it it's, it's really heavy duty. I mean, it's really heavy duty. Gary Burgle of Intercessors for America says, at last, a presentation that ties up the loose ends and looks at the spiritual reality behind abortion. Well done, incisive, and prophetic. Every Christian needs to watch The Massacre of Innocence. You may be able to go up on YouTube and watch it. Just in Massacre of Innocence. It might be up there. I don't know. It's an 85-minute tape. Um, and then there's also related articles related to this occult abortion thing. And I give you links here. One of them is entitled Abigail Sedman Interview of the Wiccan Rights. I guess it's a witch that came out and she tells you the real stuff. How Wiccans view abortion. Um, child sacrifice in the New Age. Witchcraft and Satanism. Are they one and the same? Frequently asked questions. Wicca and abortion rights. The Long Hard Road Out of Hell, a book review, and Child Sacrifice, Nothing New Under the Sun. So I give you all the resources here, and you can go up to my website and key in those other resources I mentioned as well. And um, at contendingfortruth.com, just key in like one word in the keyword search box and they should come up. So back to the report, the main report of this good, this good Dr. Parker. And it's, we're almost done with this part. As Texas faces an uphill battle to secure reproductive justice for its citizens, Parker offers words of hope. Whatever you do, don't lose heart. There are others standing with you in solidarity. And can I add on his statement? Solidarity in an effort to secure your right to butcher your baby in the womb. That's what he should have kind of added on to the end there. So I'll just kind of do it for him. Okay. The Just Texas Faith Voices for Reproductive Justice, and there's a link to that. This event is co-sponsored by Texas Freedom Network, Religious Institute, and Catholics for Choice. I thought Catholics were the ones outside of the abortion clinics against it. No, now there's a sect of Catholics that wanna want you to be able to kill your baby. And then also Texas Unitarian Universalist Justice Minister. I mean, Unitarians are the most whacked out, nutty, nut job, pseudo-Christians on the planet. I mean, they are 
Wow. You couldn't get saved in one of those churches if you tried. Okay, they're the worst of the worst. And the National Council of Jewish Women will be preceded by an ad advocacy training session at the First United Methodist uh, Church's Family Life Center. So now we got the First United Methodist. They're getting in on the whole let's kill our baby, you know, uh, thing there. And a series of legislative visits to the Capitol. So again, I would say pray against these wicked organizations I just mentioned. And unfortunately, this happened on the 10th. Um, so it's a little bit past time regarding praying for the specific event, but these organizations and their agenda still exists, obviously. Okay, last report here. And I saved, um, like I say, I say the best for last, but I say the most, oh, kind of almost the most horrific. For, I don't know. Even You can't really say this is more horrific than we just covered. Nah. I say you can't get more horrific than aborting your baby in the womb. But this is pretty bad. This is pretty bad. American tourists are stunned after watching horrific public satanic black mass in Mexico. This just came out March 13th. Horrified tourists have told of their shock and disgust after attending a devil-worshipping black mass in Mexico. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up whom your fathers feared not that's deuteronomy 32 17 in the kjv at the twisted cults annual black mass in the mexican state of veracruz people from across the world to seek change in their lives by taking part in devil worship they looked on as chickens and goats were sacrificed before them their fresh blood was poured over participants who had pledged their souls to satan Yes, this is going on. And now they're becoming public events you can pay to go to to turn your life, to dedicate your life over to, to Satan. Yes, you can do that. Now, if you key in Santa in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, I've already covered the Santa Muerte death cult. The Basically, the worshiping of the Grim Reaper, the angel of death. Okay, in Mexico, and how that's amalgamated into all the wicked, evil gangs down there, MS-13, and and all of those really, really nasty gangs, and how they use those things, and how that that's how they get more power, and that's how they get more money, and that's how they get more power to kill their enemies, and all the stuff, and how that's taken over down there. Well, this is just more evidence of that, essentially. Worshippers indulge in brutal animal sacrifice and dance before burning pentagrams and disappear into a subterranean cave where solemn oaths are sworn before a large statue of Satan and a committee of shamans. I'm not making this up. This has been this is mainstream news here. Here we have a picture of a guy with an upside down pentagram on his back, and they've got a goat. They're getting ready to slit his neck. They've got him by the bottom legs. They got a fire in front of them. They're pouring out alcohol, and they're going to take that blood and use that blood to in order to um, quote bless the people that are there that have come there to give their life to Satan. Okay, here it says the the caption for the thing is brutal. A screaming goat had its throat slit at the Black Mass in the Mexico states of Veracruz. Okay, they weren't just sacrificing these animals, but they were torturing them first, said Randall Sullivan, visibly shaken by what he had witnessed. It seemed as if pain and suffering are part of the experience, and there's no doubt there's a dark power in blood sacrifice. The next step would be human sacrifice, Sullivan said, and frankly, I think these people have done it. Well, you bet they've done it. Hey, if this is what they're, they're if, if this is like the five cent tour for the tourists, 
okay, that you can go see, imagine what they're doing behind closed doors. This is what they're doing in public. This is like the, 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 um, like the entry level stuff they're doing here. This is just being done for the cameras. <laughs> can you imagine what they're doing behind closed doors? It was disgusting, said shocked Michelle Gomez following the gruesome ritual. The fact that they would, these are people that paid to go there. They just got a whole lot more than they bargained for. It was disgusting. The fact that they would do that to a defenseless animal is sickening. And it makes me scared about the links they would go in order to see the devil. It makes me scared for myself to think I've witnessed this. You should be scared. The Bible says not to set any wicked thing before your eyes. And you paid admission to go there. I mean, I'm not judging her. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, she has a right to be scared. They need to stop these rituals. She said with tears in her eyes beside a burning pentagram, upside down pentagram, with the Satanists had used to summon Beelzebub. Beelzebub being the Lord of the Flies. Okay? The devil is the Lord of the Flies. Michelle, who comes from Austin, Texas, was at the ceremony in an attempt to improve her own psychic powers. Um... Tonight, we are going to open the portal to another dimension so that those who ask to communicate with Satan will be heard, said Joy Ra, a devil worshiper from southern Mexico who wears a necklace made of human finger bones. And there's pictures of all of these people in this, in this uh, report. It's, it's in the PDF here for uh, March 15, 2015. Their blood will be offered up to the dark powers, he said, shrouded by thick smoke billowing out of the fiery altar over which decapitated chickens were held once bled dry. We are calling upon Satan, the prince of the earth, to appear before us. Here's an upside down pentagram burning. Participants dance before the giant burning pentagram before they pledge their souls to Satan. Here's another one where a decapitated chicken, they're holding it over this altar thing, and um, where they're letting the blood flow all over. I mean, these people are, are demon-possessed vessels of Satan, and they're charging admission for this stuff. Here, here's a picture of the fresh blood of chickens and goats was gathered in a bronze bowl to be poured over the participants. The picture of that. Here's a guy, their chief shaman, Enrique Verdon, who wears a dead anteater on his head, which is kind of a unique look, a dead anteater on his head, said, quote, Our black magic stems from Native American Omerica culture, and we are experts in calling upon the devil and his dark power. People come to our devil, devil summoning ceremonies when they want to achieve change in their lives. Oh, they're going to get some change, all right. He told the Mail Online in his office decorated with figures of the skeletal saint of death, that's Santa Muerte, which I guarantee you is probably the central figure behind a lot of this stuff. He also has pentagrams and pelts of exotic animals behind his desk. Um, some come to ask Satan to give them success in the future. Others come to get over their difficult past. Oh, I'm sure Satan will lead you out of a difficult past into a wonderful, bright future. Here's two people, Randall Sullivan on the left and Michelle Gomez, she was the psychic from Texas, and they were horrified at what they witnessed. It shows, it shows her face, and she looks just petrified. I mean, she looks petrified. She should be. Here we have a picture of a shaman pouring the flesh, fresh blood of a chicken onto a worshiper's forehead as part of the dark ceremony. The lakeside town of Catamaco on Mexico's Gulf Coast is a destination for many pilgrims who come in search of spiritual experiences. Enrique Vernon organizes the annual mass at his ceremonial grounds on White Monkey Mountain to the west of the town. Um, there's another picture. Chief Shaman Enrique Vernon said 
the blood pumped from a still beating heart is the purest form of energy as he's getting ready to, I guess, pump the blood of a, of a live dead chicken over these people. Um, then the, they interviewed one of the people there and he says, our marriage is failing and there is something, and this is something we both have faith in, said Alejandro Montes, shortly before he and his wife smeared the blood of a sacrificed goat over their faces in an attempt to save their relationship. The pair traveled to Catamaco from Monterey in northern Mexico in order to pledge their souls to Satan in return for a happy marriage. Hey, what a, what a good, you know, exchange there, you know? Um, we've tried everything, and this is our last resort, said Alejandro, whose extramarital affair had strained their union. So he had cheated on his wife. They tried everything, okay, according to them. And he says, I'm willing to put my soul on the line to prove my commitment. Wow. I mean, isn't that admirable? What, what a guy. What a guy. Sell my soul to say, and your wife. Okay, to burn in a fiery hell just so you'll have a wonderful marriage. And I'm sure that marriage is going to be hunky-dory for the rest of their life. Because Satan only brings death, hell, and destruction. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I'm sure that's all going to turn out really well for him. You know? I pray to God that these people at this ceremony, those that can be saved, that the fear of God be on them, and they get saved, and that every devil, demon, evil entity, or fallen angel operating and emanating through all of these shamans and witches and warlocks, that they all be bound up and rebuked and cast into the abyss, until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire, and that none would be able to come to take their place, that they be stripped of all their witchcraft powers bare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I pray for them then hopefully that some of them could get saved, but that they could not continue in this wickedness. Going, going further, a total of eight people underwent the ritual last week. Many witnesses were present at the ceremony, including a number of international tourists who had come to Mexico specifically to witness the Black Mass. Randall Sullivan, a visitor from Portland, Oregon, had heard of the event through his involvement in spiritualistic circles and had come to witness the spectacle. I want to know how these shamans work their magic, he said before the ceremony. They are the only people I've heard of who can mix black and white magic. That's like mixing God and the devil. What a... I'm sorry, but this guy... Really? Yeah, because white magic is of God. No, it's not. It's of Satan. They're both of Satan. It's just one has a different veneer than the other. Okay? Here we have two people. The lakeside town of Catamango on Gulf, Gulf of Mexico's Gulf Coast is a designation for many pilgrims who come in search of spiritual experiences. They show these two freakish occultists that are there to come on this pilgrimage, and they both look like total devils. Um, a total of eight satanic priests had come from across Mexico to conduct the ceremony below a full moon because a full moon is, is um, for a witch is a prime time to work magic. It has more of an effect. It has a better witchcraft effect if you do it under a full moon and at different times of the year. Um, the um, Joy Ra, the devil worshiper from southern Mexico, said, We are all powerful individuals. Some are healers, others are destroyers, meaning the witches that showed up there. Uh, tonight we are going to open the portal to another dimension so that those who ask to communicate with Satan will be heard. 
The ceremony began with a group of teenage girls, all dressed in black underwear, carrying the terrified sacrificial animal offerings along a candlelit path to the main altar, filled with burning charcoal on which waited the, the shamans who would throw handfuls of putrid herbs. The girls must be virgins and be both mentally and physically pure, said Rosella Belly, a black witch who uses strong tobacco and piercing screams in her own exorcism ceremonies, for which she charges clients more than 200 pounds an hour, like the British pound. Wow. Those who had come to plead their cases to Satan were called forward and ordered to kneel before the shamans, who wrung the necks of um, and heads of chickens before pouring the bird's bloods over the kneeling penitents' heads. The blood pumped from a still-beating heart is the, is the purest form of energy, Chief Shaman Enrique Verdon told the horrified crowd. These animals have to die so that we can continue our spiritual work. Here we have a picture of three of the girls, and I cropped the pictures um, because they were the ones they were in their underwear, and I'm like, okay, I'm cropping that. You just see their heads. It says, Young, the ceremony began with a group of teenage girls all dressed in black underwear, terrifying the terrified sacrificial offerings along a candlelit path to the main altar. Here we have another picture of the virgins. The chief shaman goes on to say um, that their blood will be offered to the dark powers. Um, the, uh, anyway, the chief shaman goes on to say, their blood, meaning the blood of the animals, will be offered up to the dark powers, he said, shrouded by the thick smoke billowing out of the fire altar over which the decapitated chickens were held once bled dry. We are calling upon Satan, the prince of the earth, to appear before us. The sacrifice of animals for display has been outlawed in the state of Veracruz, but it is nevertheless still widely practiced in the devil-worshipping communities in the rural areas where the ceremony took place. Okay, so continuing on, this sacred blood gives us the energy and spiritual power we need to make our black magic said Enrique Verndon as he cut the throat of the final sacrificial offering, a screaming goat whose blood was collected in a bronze jar to be passed around. We encourage our visitors to take this blood, pump from a still-beating heart, and rub it into their skin in the name of purity. Yeah. It's your new cold cream. You know, in the name of purity. Gives you beautiful skin. How sickening. Here we have the, the upside down pentagram burning upside down. I mean, this thing is huge. It's like, whew, uh, 14, 15 feet high, huge. And I mean, in diameter, the whole nine yards. Following the sacrifices, the shaman stood before a large burning pentagram and attempted to summon the devil through their chants. Here's another picture, and it's this is entitled The Eight Shamans Gathered Round Each Individual Penitent and Swore Oaths to the Effect That Their Soul Now Belongs to Satan. Now, this is a good study that if you can follow along with the PDF, it's probably a good idea so you can get the full effect here of what I'm talking about. In total, eight animals were sacrificed during the ritual. Following the sacrifices, the shaman stood before a large burning pentagram and attempted to summon the devil through their chants. Before descending with the new adherence of the Black Mass to an underground cave, which I would assume they refer to as a grotto, decorated with inverted crosses, animal carcasses, and a large statue of Satan with... I don't know how to put this. His, his phallus was emphasized, just put it that way. Satan, okay? 
I actually cropped that picture too. You couldn't really see it great, but I cropped it, and all you could see is his upper body. But yeah, that's what you go down into to dedicate yourself to. Yeah, that's how. This is how openly evil it is. You know, it's getting now in the world, and especially in Mexico. I mean, you know, the, people go to like, you know, you, you think of these package vacations that you go to where you can you can go and take a cruise and do this and that. I mean, well, this is basically what they're offering now, these kinds of vacation packages where you can dedicate your soul to Satan and, you know, I mean, it, it's insane. The eight shamans gathered around each individual penitent and swore oaths to the effect that their soul now belonged to Satan, and that if their promises to the devil were not upheld, then their spirit would be forfeit. Well, their spirit already is forfeit unless they get saved, okay? It already is, and it was, it was already forfeit before they came there as well. But I'm just saying, the committee of shamans screamed, Hail Lucifer, following each new oath, and prostrated themselves before the statue of Satan, over which the remaining blood from the sacrificial offerings had been poured. I mean, this sounds like something out of a B-rated horror movie. But this is going on. Here is, here is a statue, and again, I cropped the picture of, the, of Satan in this grotto with an upside-down cross in back of him, this red-horned... Satan, um, and this is where you 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 uh, swore your um, soul to Satan in front of this large statue of him, and then one of the men who took part said afterwards, "I felt terrified during the entire process, but now I, but but now that it's done, I feel strong." Oh boy, and that's special. If you don't fulfill your promises to Satan, he will take everything away from you. Preach. Joey Raw as he wiped sacrificial blood from the statue onto the forehead of Alejandro Montes. It, you are taking on a serious dark curse. That's always good to know kind of after the fact that I'm taking on a serious dark curse. I thought that this was a blessing for me. No, you're actually taking on a serious dark curse. But we don't tell you that to the end, you know. Then he says, I felt terrified during the entire process, says Alejandro, who took soul-binding oaths before the shamans and the devil statue, and that he would not be unfaithful to his wife again. Oh, I'm sure Satan really cares about if you're going to be unfaithful to your wife, you know, because that's what Satan's all about. It's fidelity. We all know that. I mean, come on. Um, but now that it's done, I feel strong. I believe things will improve now. Oh, I'm sure your marriage is going to be nothing but marital bliss. I mean, you know, from here on out, nothing but fidelity and happiness and godliness. And can, can you, I mean, having their minds darkened with sin, you know, I, it's, it's impossible to even comprehend this. The dedicated black masses by the devil worshiping cult began in, in 1970. Held on the first Friday of March, they have grown steadily in both notoriety and popularity over the subsequent 45 years. So this isn't something that just started last week, but now it's gotten to the point where it's mainstream. Let's get it out to the whole world. Do you know how many people? They're going to have so many people beating down the doors to get down there. Now, they're probably going to have to have a gigantic waiting list. Once people, this is out and known in the world, they're going to have people traveling from the four corners of the earth so they can dedicate their lives to Satan, undoubtedly. And again, I would say to pray against this wickedness that God would shut it down. But unfortunately, this is going on all over the place. Most of the time, it's behind closed doors. But now it's getting to the point where the world is so wicked that 
you know, the masks are coming off and Satan is just coming right out in the open and, and, and it's, it's not going to be a, um, you know, with the music, the, the, the wicked Hollywood with the movie industry and, 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 and the music videos and, and, and all of the evil singers that they've got, it's just getting more and more flagrant and in your face, okay, where there's no doubt what the satanic agenda is anymore. So that's, um, that's all we have for today. And um, I will go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. Um, I pray, Lord God, regarding all of this wickedness that we have talked about today. And you know, Lord God, everything that has been discussed in the realm of Satan, in the realm of uh, wickedness prospering. I just pray to God that you would annihilate this wickedness, Lord God. Save the people, Lord, that can be saved regarding these things that we have discussed today, God. But I pray to God that you would annihilate the wickedness itself, that your fear be upon the wicked, the witches, the warlocks, the the um, the pro-death abortion crowd, Lord. These 501c3 lukewarm devil religions that, that justify abortion wherever they may be. These um, judge and the prosecuting attorney and, and, and these agents that have come against Ken Hoven and, and these devils like Creflo, give me a dollar that would go out there and ask $60 million for a jet. Lord God, I pray to God you open the eyes of these people that are participating in these wicked, evil events that they can see that your fear be upon them, that if you have to hang them out over to hell, Lord God, in order for them to get right, I pray to God you do that, that if it be possible, their souls be saved, and that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of your doing, and that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in you, and all the upright in heart with glory, as according to Psalm 64, Lord. And I also pray at the same time, God, that this wickedness does not prosper, that you strip every one of these wicked people of any witchcraft or evil power that they have in order to work magic, in order to deceive, or, or in any other way, shape, or form to work wickedness on this planet, Lord God, that the wicked would not prosper in wickedness, God. That you would hedge their way up with thorns, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ to make their way dark and slippery until they either get saved, Lord God, and repent and turn their lives over to the Lord Jesus Christ or that you take them out, God, according to your will and your purpose in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins that we have committed and that we would uh, forgive those that have sinned against us, Lord, as we forgive those that have sinned against us, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have uh, dominion over us, Lord God. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.